This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. What a relief. I got to get a new car. We have to. Ooh, you get a new car. Fine. I have to go get a new car because I have to drive to work. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Going oh, no. places literally. Chris is like, can we not get you a Cadillac? Cata- or no, uh, a Mercedes this time. And I was like, we'll see. I suppose. <laughs> He's like, can we go with like a Toyota, Honda? Yeah, like- <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> mm, yes. <sighs> So I had a friend who sent me this clip from Mike Birbiglia's podcast. So, you know, nice. he, he records his podcast. And so it was like a video clip. And this guy was on there talking about a first date that he went on. Mm. And he took this woman out for coffee. It was like okay. a daytime coffee date. Okay. And, you know, things were going really well. Like they were really hitting it off. And then she was like, hey, I have kind of a fun idea. Let's go to the animal shelter together. Uh, kind of weird. Like, yeah. kind of weird. But, you know, animals. So yeah. Yeah. If, if someone dangled that in front of me, I'd be like, all right. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'll go. Cat Cafe, sign me up. Sounds good. So he goes with her to the animal shelter. And they're looking at the cats. And she becomes irate. <gasps> and he is like, why what? is she so mad? And she's looking at this one cat and she's just like, this looks like my childhood cat, Misty. I bet you my dad, my dad has always hated (gasps) Misty. I bet you that my dad dropped Misty off at an animal shelter after I moved out because he's always hated Misty. And he's like, oh, it's like it could just, it looks like a cat. Like, you know, like it could be any cat. So she gets on the phone and she puts it on speaker and she gets on the phone with her mom her mom picks up and she's like where's misty and her mom's like right here like in the house and she's like i don't think so put dad on so she puts dad on no no dad is like dad is like (laughs) that is like misty's right here like i don't know what you're freaking out about and she's like oh really because i'm standing in an animal shelter and i'm looking at a cat that looks an awful lot like misty (gasps) no and so he caves no no he tells her I took Misty to the animal shelter because I don't like Misty. And as soon as you moved out of the house, I didn't want that cat around. No. She was right. Can you? I did not expect it. No, I I didn't either. First of all, that's so random. That is so random that A, she even thought to do that on the date. And then for that to happen that that was misty putting out energy that was like drawing her to her she's like please come pick me up i hate it here my god did she take misty home i i don't that's the end of the story but i'm assuming i'm sure i'm I'm like i'm not leaving here without my fucking cat yeah can you imagine no how mad would you be and also when do you talk to your dad again ever what's the long game 
Like, yeah. what was the plan? Were yeah. you going to wait and then, like, be like, oh, Misty died? Like, what were you going to do? Right. Yeah. I'm That's exactly she's what. going to come home for, like, Thanksgiving or something. They thought they had some time. They were like, <laughs> we can wait a little while before we have to call her and tell her her cat's dead. They had a little oh. fire, put a bunch of ashes in a box. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> a little oh, cross no. in the backyard. They're oh, like, we no. married her. That's awful. It awful. usually turns into the opposite of that, where the dad mm-hmm. is always like, I don't want this damn cat. And then all of a sudden, they are like, BFF, yeah, yes. right. Mm-hmm. I I've, love stories like that. I've seen all the dodos. Oh. I know. That's like, <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, that has been my new thing. Is just like watching dodo videos. They're oh. they always have a happy ending. It's always traumatic. Yeah, when mm-hmm. they first pop up onto mm-hmm. your feed. Where there was this one the other day where this chihuahua was so underfed was so tiny it was only two pounds and it was just uncontrollably shaking and i was like oh my god but of course it has a happy ending he's a big chonky boy now and is like totally loved by his mom but yeah dodo gets me every Every time time. Mm -hmm. facebook has figured out my algorithm. oh yeah sucker books <laughs> like all the dodo videos a hundred percent here's this heartwarming dog saver story yes. like i saw one with a cat and like it initially it was like huh, horrifying you know this poor cat it had like eye infections in both eyes and it had to lose one of its eyes Aww. but then of course at the end it was like the fluffiest like Mm. golden haired kitty cat with like the biggest brushiest tail like one eyed cat and I was just like oh my god I want you I want you in my life (laughs) Chris shared this video with me of um, and it was like this woman coming home and like catching her husband with their cats like doing like weird stuff Mm, like one one was like the cat was like laying down they both were laying down had like cucumbers over their eyes did you send that to us oh Chris did oh yeah Yeah. I saw that I was like that first of all how did they get that cat to lay on its back with like a blanket over it with cucumbers on its eyes and it's like this is fine and then she takes the cucumbers off and like goes to be like get out of there and he's like no no <laughs> he's like, mom i was relaxing oh my god so, so hilarious like it. spa music in the background <laughs> and he's like Shh, it's story time <laughs> dude i had to take my cat to the vet again Oh. Again, because, and I didn't even know this was a thing. I'm telling you, when I tell you that my cat Matilda has like every health problem that like you Poor could baby. have, like I think she just has a compromised immune system and just is more likely to get sick, but she has cat acne. Oh, I didn't even know that was a yeah. thing. It is a thing. She's got cat acne underneath her chin and Aww. it is so bad. And she is so mean at the vet that I was just like I called them like I was like can we do like a teledoc appointment where I can just show you what it is and they were like no you have to bring her in and so I was hoping that it would clear up we did all the things that like you can do you know if you have a cat that has cat acne and you're using ceramic or plastic yeah. bowls like change those bowls out use stainless wow. steel bowls. stainless steel yeah we did all of that stuff but then she was scratching at it and it was bleeding and so I'm like <gasps> oh. okay so we had to take her to the vet and they on her chart when i'm telling you like she she's not aggressive at home but she is so aggressive it says on her chart in all caps aggressive and it's underlined three times there's a giant pink sticker on her chart that says (laughs) will bite 
no. <laughs> Same thing's on my doctor's chair. <laughs> <laughs> I will bite you, bitch. Aggressive. Yeah. Feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> so like they were like, we couldn't get her heartbeat. Because oh. she she wouldn't let us. We couldn't trim her claws because she wouldn't let us. But we did manage to burrito her up so we could shave her chin. Aww. <laughs> so they, now her chin is like all shaved and I have to put medication on it. But when they shaved her chin, I'm guessing she was fighting them because they got some of her whiskers. Like Aww. this side of like her like right side of her whiskers are like kind of short. And I'm like, oh, my little oh, baby. No, no. <laughs> oh, my little baby. <laughs> She's going to be walking crooked for a while. <laughs> Dude, I know. Her equilibrium's all off. She's trying to jump on counters and just falling right off. Oh, oh my poor baby. Quarantine has, has really done a number on all of us. Is, yeah, even the animals. <laughs> yes. Even our pets. Yeah, she looks... She looks pretty. She looks like the before of a dodo video. Like yeah. she looks oh. a little. Aww. She's got like a, a scabby shaved chin and like half whisker. You know. Like, <laughs> do you wonder how they get those those videos? Do people just send them in? Is Probably it, like the dodo at gmail dot com. You're like, look at this touching pet story like how do they get all these pet stories yeah i think that's probably just it or they they have somebody who searches for them or finds Mm -hmm. them on like maybe twitter or whatever and finds these stories and is like oh can we share this put together like a clip yeah because i think often they come from like rescues or you know clinics or whatever and so they probably make their own videos and either submit them or post them and then dodo finds them great job you know, doing the Lord's work out there. Yep. Yeah, that is someone's job. Somebody works at yep. Dodo and they just have to like make sift heartwarming <laughs> animal videos. Oh my God. Are you hiring? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, but do you know how much I would cry on oh my the clock God, if the that was my job? I know. The It'd first be your half job to cry video. pretty much. The first half of every video and the end, because then you're crying out of happiness. Listen, those videos and the surprise soldier came home ones. Oof, every fucking time, <laughs> every fucking time, just <laughs> sobs. Yeah, Eric has now been with me long enough, and I feel like this is a nice like uh, thing that happens in every relationship where you learn the difference between the tears. Mm-hmm. Now he knows. Depressed tears, mm-hmm. period tears, mm-hmm. happy dog video tears. Mm-hmm. Yes, just like it, it's it's really actually incredible. Like yeah. the other day, like getting, I had two different two different tears. I had the tears of oh, I got rejected from this job, and then I got that email saying like final step for yeah. the other job, and he's like, oh, yay, happy tears. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's so funny that you're like. Oh yeah, this is what I cry like when I'm depressed. This is what I cry like when I'm watching a two pound chihuahua shake uncontrollably. Aww. Yeah, Aww. that was that one was really rough. That's brutal. Yeah. But it, yeah. But you see, yeah, it's not all good times for mm-hmm. the dodo person who has to pick out those videos. Like <laughs> you're probably having to sift through some really sad shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but like they I, usually end up very heartwarming and so that's the, the ones that the bonus. we see end up oh. heartwarming. Oh true. <laughs> you gotta yeah. just hope. God. Yeah. You know? Aww. Well, this is my worst date. I'm Christina. I'm Keegan. I'm Cassie. And we do have a couple of new patrons this week. So I want to give a shout out 
to Aaron Telfer. Welcome, welcome. And Catherine Haynes. Hi. Yay. Hi. Thanks Thank for you. joining us. Yeah. And if you are on Patreon, we have um, a lot of great stuff you can get to see, like movies. We do movie <laughs> reviews every month. Um, we do uh, episodes a day early for some levels. And we also um, and have ad free. Yeah. Ad free. Mm. And you also get uh, this new thing that we've been doing. Uh, every Friday night, we've been doing after parties on stereo at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's and if free- you have not joined us, you should definitely join us. The app is free. Yeah. So we have the link up um, in our bio on Instagram. So you can follow us, uh, My Worst Date Podcast, on Instagram and go to the link in our bio. We'll update it every week with next week's show so you can join us. Yeah. yeah but if you're busy on the Friday and you're a member of Patreon, you're going to be getting the full chat uploaded every Saturday for you. Yeah. I I love it. I think it's cool. I, I, we just did the first one yesterday, which was the two of you. Um, and then Keegan and I are doing this one coming Friday. So it's basically we're just it, it's going to be an after party. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to probably talk dating stuff. You know how we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk mad shit. We were talking about Real Housewives mm. last oh, night. So. I, know, <laughs> I know we haven't had a lot of or you haven't had a lot of time, but just you have to text me. I wish I had told you before which so, reunion one to watch because I felt like the first uh, ep- episode of the yeah I was filler. like damn it where yeah. is the good so we're talking about specifically season nine which I mentioned last week that I had watched um wild so I would have told you just skip the first two and mm-hmm. watch the last two reunions because that's what they they want to keep you hanging on for the real good shit yeah mm-hmm. so they yeah. don't ask the questions you really want the answers to until the end so i cannot wait to get that text from you oh i you're getting it yeah i can't <laughs> wait it's happening because i sat up off the couch because i had known a little bit about like what had happened already because i had gone down like a youtube rabbit hole and so i'd kind of seen clips but there was something that i wasn't expecting and like anthony was sitting next to me on the couch and i was like laying down just kind of watching it and then when it happened i sat up like uh, i was like wow <gasps> <gasps> All right. All right. Oh, (laughs) shit. I'm in. in. Shit. Shit got real. I have an idea for our um, Fuck My Kill. Yeah. I, well, I have a couple because we've been talking to Real Housewives now. Oh. I think it'd be fun to do a Real Housewives FMK. Okay. um, Christina and I need to watch some other seasons. I I was just going to say, but I think we're too soon to do that because I think you guys have to, you have to get in on like maybe a New York, a Jersey. Oh my God. How much time? There's a lot. I mean, mean, look, because each of these seasons is like 25 episodes long yeah, it's and they're crazy three minute episodes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's an investment it's, it, is, it, is, it is an, an investment, investment but you yeah. know what hashtag worth it yeah um, i'm in okay so at some point i think we should do that but we just finished uh taping our tainted love movie for uh this month march mm-hmm. and we've had some whoppers yes and i think that we should choose Three films and FMK. Oh, from my. our tainted love because okay. we have a real solid, yes, back catalog. Uh, <laughs> yes, we of, do of films. Um, and if you do subscribe to our Patreon, uh, definitely go back and listen to some of these because Oof. there are some 
There's some doozies. There's some wild rides in there. For oh yeah, real. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, hmm. I'm I'm looking right now. Let me look as well. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, we've well, the last three that we did all have been. <laughs> so wow. the way so the way it works <laughs> is that each of us each month we we rotate who gets to pick the movie, mm-hmm. and we have all made good choices. Yes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have all made very questionable choices. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We I've, have all tortured each other with movies that did not need to be watched. No. Um, Legends of the Fall comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh you've got mail comes to mind. Um uh, I I think we should all pick our favorite one that we contributed. Oh man. Oh wow. Have to mean, look back. I know I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like I'm gonna think. I can't even remember. We've been doing this for a minute now. There would be two that come to mind immediately for me. And it would either be this last one that we just did, which mm-hmm. was The Stepfather, 1987, or Twilight. <laughs> oh, oh no, girl. I just love that. I love it. I love it that um, I made you guys watch that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Here, what else have up. we had? Oh, The Family Stone. Oh, that, that was a me pick, right? Yeah, I think so. That was a good one. My best friend's wedding. How to lose a guy in ten days. Ugh. That's a fun one. Yeah, we did a bonus for happiest season. Fatal affair. Oh my god. Oh my that god. Movie. <laughs> Fatal affair. <gasps> that was a wild one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Save the last dance. Again. <gasps> that was good. That was a good <laughs> that one. That one. I'm so sorry. That's the one that I look back on, and, and I will not apologize for Twilight, no. but I will apologize for Save the Last Dance because, <laughs> dude, none of us deserved that. Two can play that game. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was terrible. <sighs> love is blind. Do you remember when we did the Love is Blind oh, bonus yeah. episode? When is that coming back? No one wants to go back into the pods. Not after this. Nobody is. Oh, that's yeah, we've true. We've all been in pods. No one's voluntarily doing that at this point. I think I'm going to do Deceived. I think that's my okay. favorite one that right. I contributed. I I have to go then with my my favorite. Okay. Which uh, was very divisive, mm. but this was around uh, Christmas time. Um in 2019, when I made you guys watch While You Were Sleeping. <gasps> oh. oh, I love While You Were Sleeping. I know, divisive, you mean me and you were on the same page. I and love that movie. Cassie fell on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love While You Were Sleeping. Um, okay. Slipping on ice. Oh, my God. Slipping on ice. For 20 minutes. We, on ice. we have deceived. We have While You Were Sleeping. I have to be very careful. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember deceived at all. I really? Have- Goldie Hawn. I have. I do. I remember it. It was very classic, like 90s thriller. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Twilight. Why not? Let's just throw a wrench into this. Well, shit. I think that helps me decide exactly what I want. Oh, shit. All right. (laughs) I think. Oh, gosh. Okay. I think that I'm going to fuck Twilight. (laughs) You know what? You know what? I can see it. Right? Yes. I mean, it's a one and done. Okay, yeah. you definitely don't want to get involved no. in long term in I mean, any way. You're getting glitter everywhere. Oh everywhere. God, honestly, the everywhere. gift that keeps on giving. Am I right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna fuck Twilight. There's just something. It's vampires. It's there's something sexy innately about a vampire. Doesn't it's his true. peen almost kill her? It yeah. does. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean you know that's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you almost want, died. But look, she almost died. <laughs> but did you die? And she wanted it again. Oh. So that's how good it was. He murdered <laughs> the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And how. <laughs> um. <laughs> but after like three fucking movies of Ooh. like. I don't want to have sex with you. Like, okay, oh. we get it. I mean, I'd I'd like to play Twilight with Robert Pattinson now. Oh. Shit, yeah. Mm. Mm. Me too. He can murder that pussy whenever he wants. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to. Oh shoot, this is tough. Okay, I'm going to. I am going to <laughs> kill. While you were sleeping, because I fucking cannot. Like it's just it is too nice for you. It's fucking while you were sleeping nice. is making you hot cocoa, and you're like, oh. bitch, I want you to bend me over this bed, yeah. not play around with marshmallows in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, and I'm going to marry. I was like, should I marry deceived? Because, but here's the thing, she's a badass bitch. So you're marrying and, Goldie and not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the, I, mm. I guess I'm just trying to think of the movie as a, a scope. She is an investigative wonder, right? She's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. She takes charge. She finds out, you know, all the stuff about him. Like she really does the deep dive. I just, I don't know that I'm marrying that. I love, I love a strong, strong female character. Listen, so I know you've watched that movie. I've actually <laughs> talked about it, but I'm having a Mr. Furley's moment. <laughs> Never seen it. Never seen that movie. I remember zero things about wow. this movie. Nothing. I know I watched it. I know we had a conversation about it. I can deep dive. As soon as I hear about it, I feel like it will come back. But that must be like going on a date with somebody where you're like, what's his name? Craig? You know, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, obviously, like I was not attracted to it and mm. was like, so I think I have to kill yeah. deceived. Okay, that leaves me with a tough decision. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Is it tough? Is it tough? You, it's not you that can't tough. Twilight, Twilight, you're not going to marry Twilight. You, Christina, I cannot know. marry Twilight. Of the three of us, you were so oh, vehemently opposed, aggressively. <laughs> To that film, um, but we can't even call it a film. It was not a film. The first no. Twilight movie is. It, I I encourage anyone <laughs> oh, man. who is no. my age who has not seen Twilight. Girl, Breaking Dawn. God, uh, all damn. of them. But that the f- last movie is the most garbage thing that ever happened in the <laughs> history of cinema. It's it's. I think we all wanted to believe that the movies were going to be okay and right. like mm-hmm. so we i think we convinced ourselves that they're more okay than they are if right. you go back and watch them they're very bad they are very bad uh, listen i i didn't i didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy it i i know that i mean fucking twilight is going to be <laughs> i don't think i don't think i'm going to like it I, I do not think I'm going to have a good time. But, but I do believe being married to that kind of like <laughs> angsty, like sad boy. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. I'm like, it's like being married to a bassist, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this feels very uh, specific. Familiar. It really is. It does. Mm. And it's just like, you know, I no. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to fuck Twilight one and done. Yeah. And fucking bass players is 
Yeah, you, you're, you're gonna, done. You're, you're over it. And you're yeah. going to fuck to the Smiths, probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. You know? The yeah, Smiths. Like, <laughs> it yeah. It's going to have a good soundtrack. And I do like fucking to music. Yes. And we did admit that about mm-hmm. Twilight. The Just soundtrack muse. is great. Just killer soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's we're going to fuck to Muse and be done. But I got I to gotta marry while you were sleeping. That is somebody that is going to... Make you hot cocoa. That is somebody that is. It, it's it's Christmas every day. Yeah, I love that. I, okay, mm. so okay, I really enjoyed Deceived. I remember Deceived. Um, Deceived of these three movies is probably the most up my alley as far as it being like this is a genre thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very specific kind of '90s thriller, but. You know, we just watched The Stepfather, which was 1987. It's not as cheesy as that. Like, it gives it to you more straight. Yeah. And I very much enjoyed it. Goldie Hawn, a delight. I I love, I love it. I like that movie. However, <laughs> in this situation, <laughs> I mean, you could maybe fuck Deceive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could. You could. It'd be a dangerous fuck. I will. Okay. Ah, That's what I'm going to do. I will. I had to think about it. I had to think about it for a second. Because, and you know what pushed me over is like, I don't want to sleep with Twilight and then get looped into one of Mm. their weird fucking family baseball games. Oh, amen. I can't do it. I'm like, I was just here for the vampire sex. And now I woke up and your weird family is pressuring me to go on a field trip yeah and you didn't sleep you just watched me sleep Ugh, like yeah. i i mm. can't do it so um i'm i'm gonna go ahead and kill twilight i what do they do they walk into the sun what happens yeah. they have to walk into the sun in front of the Volturi or whatever so we're gonna do that <laughs> um so glad i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and i'm gonna fuck deceived it will be dangerous uh-huh mm-hmm. It will be dangerous. Yeah. Um, but Goldion is hot in that movie. So it's, is Dude Face. It's a it's brooding. It's like mm, kind yeah. of dangerous. That's like kind of dark. Little. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pressure. Yeah. They're little gonna, pressure. They're gonna grab your neck just, just a, a little, just a little bit. bit. Just the right way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. Where you're like, I don't know if you're gonna kill me or this is mm-hmm. gonna just. But be you meet them fine. at the hotel bar. <laughs> You go up, you do yes. the thing, and then you don't give your number. No. And you never speak to them again. Not your That's, real name. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's yep. exactly right. You sneak out while they're asleep and never talk to them again. So that's what we're going to do there. And then, yes, I am going to marry while you're sleeping. I adore that movie. I watch it every year. Yep. I love it. It is silly. It is cheesy. It has many, many plot holes. So um, many. Oh, but a gazillion. Sandra Bullock is... <laughs> She's <laughs> a national treasure. She it is. is. And okay. I love her so much. I just don't understand. And this Bill movie. Pullman is so cute. He is so cute in this movie. In that movie, he is he is cute in a way that doesn't make any sense. Because I'm just like, I why? like is his hair colored that color? Like I <laughs> it's like blorange. Oh, Dude, stop it. I am making a note to myself. I want to do next week for a fuck Mary Kill people that are that we think are hot that are not objectively hot yeah we've done that we've a couple done. times and i've chosen adam driver both times on oh, accident yes! that's right i will not make that well we have to do a again. 2021 edition all right. all right okay okay i'm looking but, at you harry styles <laughs> Ooh, I mean, wait or what are you talking about everybody thinks he's hot right 
he's fucking hot he I'm, is I'm hot but there is like there is something i know what oh, you're saying he's so hot but yeah i'm he is so fucking hot it's his some people have vibes oh he's got and that great androgynous thing oh harry styles sexy has, has sexy energy like yeah. very sexy energy but feels shout out to jason sudeikis man <laughs> i'm so sorry man showed up Yoinks. to the golden globes in a hoodie he's like i have never I've... seen anything more divorce in my life <laughs> i was Yoinks. like babe i feel you so hard on that that mustache like everything i was like mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I've been there. That, oh, that's man. a so I lost my wife to Harry Styles. Look, oh, if I've damn. ever seen one for sure. Shit. And yeah. he's not I he's so cute. He's, he's so cute. Too. Yeah. I think so he's cute. objectively hot. Agree. Totally. Sudeikis could get it. And yeah. funny. Oh. And funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before because yeah. it's like Harry Styles is who you would go with knowing that it's a mistake and Jason Sudeikis is the one you should be with because oh, yeah. it's just like he's you fuck Harry Gonna Styles. Gonna keep you happy. Yeah. You marry Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, we'll, well. we'll see. Um, but yes. <laughs> well, you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories? Yeah. Sounds good. And we're back. Yeah. All right. I will kick us off with stories today. So I just got out of a three-year relationship and thought I'd put myself out there and try to enjoy some single time. Mm-hmm. I was flitting about Grinder and started chatting with this guy who seemed nice and we decided to go on a date. I felt like I hit the jackpot. He was exactly what I like in a man. He's tall and seems to be fun. He picks me up in his pickup truck. So masculine. (laughs) (laughs) Tall is actually an attribute I enjoy as well. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not going to lie. Wait, pickup truck's not? (laughs) No. I just showed you guys that Instagram. (laughs) So Christina went on a date with a guy. We talked about it on our stereo after party chat, but she went on a date with a guy who couldn't stop talking about his pickup truck. And then what she left out during the stereo talk is that Instagram <laughs> keeps trying to force her to be friends with this person. Yeah. And his entire Instagram, she pulled it up for us, is just it's pictures a- of his truck. It's literally not even like it's just a truck it's not no, I'm no. like what is there's no fancy it's not like jacked up maybe, it isn't like look, like a in fairness i don't know anything about cars true. and like maybe this is some kind of like limited edition was only released for two years <laughs> truck right <laughs> like just like a ford f-150 like calm down <laughs> like i don't know what you're doing bro that all literally chill okay <laughs> uh so picks me up in his pickup truck and proceeds to take me to this charming little ice cream shop in town. He ordered us milkshakes and we sat across from each other making eyes and flirting while we drank. It was like something out of a 1950s Norman Rockwell painting, (laughs) except much gayer. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. I like this Rockwell. (laughs) Conversation is flowing and I'm totally smitten. So when he asks if we can go back to his place, I immediately agree. Fast forward to us in his bedroom. Things are starting to heat up when I feel an unpleasant rumble in my stomach. <gasps> now, lactose intolerant. That's <laughs> oh, me. Shit. I, uh, all it takes, that's the one thing is ice cream Ooh. will fuck my <laughs> Immediately, day if not sooner. Up. Immediately. Oh, <laughs> you gassy for Girl. Real. No shit. I'm like, no, but no, all the shit. But all the shit. But all the shit. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I'm so glad we were friends. I'll see you. Please leave. Oh, God. (laughs) 
Now, as I've gotten older, dairy has been sitting less and less well with me. Mm-hmm. I typically try to avoid it except in small quantities, but I was so nervous leading up to my date that I wasn't thinking about this at all. Oh, no. You have nervous gut and dairy. <laughs> Oh, no. Do you make it to the toilet is the question. <laughs> the rumbling subsided oh. and I tried to put it out as my out of my head as we continued to make out. I thought all was well. So <laughs> I agreed to proceed with sexual relations. <laughs> Long oh, story short, no. I ended up pooping on him. Yep. Oh, yeah. It yep. Came on That's a shit dick so right fast. there. Oh, no. <laughs> and I couldn't stop it. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. <gasps> Oh, oh. No, I don't know why. What just came into my head was this Joni Mitchell song called "The River." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Just a shit river. Just a shit river all over his dick. <laughs> oh god, is that the one about like I wish I had a river I could skate, skate away, away on? on? Yep, I'm sure he felt that way. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrified and just hoping he'll be cool about the situation. No such luck. Dude, a fight breaks out (gasps) and he yelled at me for not being prepared. I argued back that clearly he wasn't prepared either. Listen, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. That's every just once in a while. Every once in a while. You took him to an ice cream place. Right. I would say, as an adult, that's a very risky gamble. I think a lot of adults are are partially lactose intolerant. Right. Like, yeah. It's getting know? worse and worse for people, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, maybe you should have taken him somewhere else. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, without asking permission, I head to his bathroom and shower off. Then, without another word to him, called an Uber to take me home. I texted my ex after that and decided that dating isn't the game for me. We got back together, so everything worked out. <laughs> <in the end. laughs> I, you know what? Yeah. Actually, I've seen what's out there, and um, no thanks. <laughs> the grass is not greener. In fact, <laughs> no. it was brown. No. <laughs> the brownest grass. Oh, Evey. Okay. Uh, my story got written into us. Uh, the title is My Worst Date Pet Edition. Amazing. Uh-oh. Yes. So she says, Hi, ladies. With Christina requesting more pet stories, I knew my time had come. My worst date, in quotes, was with a guy I had been seeing for about a month. We were in that awkward, we see each other every day, but we're not a couple stage. Love that. Mm -hmm. Dude, butterflies. That's a a fun stage. Yeah, yeah. He had brought his dog over to my house as he was a cute little pity pup, and I love dogs. I love pitties. Pitbull puppies are the cutest. Was it a blue one? Because, oh my God. Lick my feet. Lick my feet. I know. I just love to squeeze them. They always have that puppy belly, Mm. too. Oh, Oh. my Just a little bit too much skin. (laughs) Okay. My dogs and cats have always been super friendly with others, so I didn't even think there would be a problem. Oh, no, no, no. I was the wrong. Upon trying to have his dog enter my house, Mm. my one cat went into attack mode, (gasps) swiped at the dog, making contact with his face and leaving his claw behind. (gasps) Oh, shit. Strike one. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Then, as we were sitting there, his dog proceeds to pee in the living room and stomp all around in it. Strike two. When we then go to bed, I wake up around 3 a.m. to the dog pacing. 
I tried to wake, uh, try to get him to wake up to take his dog out. And in his drunken stupor, he assures me that the dog is fine and no. doesn't no. need to go out. No, Dude, every pet owner knows that the that pacing. Pace, I gotta, yeah, that I gotta shit pace. Yeah, <laughs> wrong. I hear the absolute puddle of pee come out of this dog at 3 a.m. For a second time, I am now cleaning up his dog's piss in my Uh -uh, house. Look, that is pet owner etiquette. Like if you bring your animal into someone else's space, you are responsible for that animal. Like they required to take that dog out to go pee. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fucking drunk you are. I'm sorry. No, this is your responsibility. It's not my responsibility to be taking care of this. Like, oh, no, no. Yeah. The fourth and final strike comes as I'm awoken by a very warm sensation <gasps> on my back. Stop. on. Please, no. This dog did not shit on her back. <laughs> to this day, it's still up for debate as to whether or not my cat or the guy peed whoa, on me whoa, no whoa, wait wait whoa, 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 whoa. wait whoa whoa he whoa. fully believed that the cat peed on us but uh, for a man that put down a half bottle of whiskey he <gasps> never used the bathroom a little suspect needless to say <laughs> in the moment i apologized profusely for the cat changed the sheets showered and went back to bed oh my God. If it was my cat, I should have taken the warning and stayed away from this gem of a human as I had to endlessly apologize for the incident. No. Mm-hmm. As if his dog didn't piss all over uh-uh. my house. Love the podcast, ladies. Been keeping me sane in these trying times, TM. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say I got some red flags. Here's my thing. story. Yes. Here's my thing. Cat piss has a very, distinct very, smell. very distinct mm-hmm. smell. And I, you would know immediately That's what that I was, was cat piss, say. especially if it was like, I'm an angry cat piss. Yeah, mm-hmm. it You reeks. would know. Yeah. Does. yeah. You would have so much ammonia up your nose that you mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to see straight. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know the that difference motherfucker between- That motherfucker's pissed on you. Human he pee- peed the bed. <laughs> he he peed the bed and then he made you feel like shit about it for months. What a piece Fuck of shit. Him. Yeah. No, I'm going to- Yeah. No. And- also, I just don't like the. It was her responsibility to clean up after his no, animal no. the whole time. Mm-mm. I didn't like that either. No, hell he no. He needs to show that he's responsible for this baby angel and clean up after. Absolutely. Or, or you don't deserve to have them. Like, right. look, it drives me nuts whenever people get pets, especially dogs, because they require so much attention, That's especially right. puppies, because yes. they require so, so, so much attention. That's right. And then they get them as though they're like accessories or something that they can just kind of like, like put in a crate. Look at this cute picture. To, right. Yeah. I'm like, no, they require attention. They mm-hmm. require training. <sighs> yep. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. bad sign. Hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like it. Oh, okay. So this story is from Reddit and it says this was around 2008. Okay Cupid was brand new and she looked like a blonde version of Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Mm. Okay. Her profile was pretty standard. No red flags. We exchanged a few messages and then I asked her out, offering to pick her up since she didn't have a car, which wasn't unusual because she lived near a metro. And I take. And, oh, and take her to my favorite date place in the city. I arrive at her house, which is actually turns out to be her parents' house. She was in her mid-20s. And she's sitting on the front porch talking on her cell phone and smoking a cigarette. I don't smoke. 
and her profile said non-smoker. So that was an unpleasant surprise. She waved as I walked up and smiled and or, uh, smiled and mouthed a little hi. And I continued on her phone conversation. I stood there for at least five All minutes right. as she like kept that. talking and wasn't like anything important. Just chit chat crap. Oh, I was going to say if it's a work call, sure. sometimes you can be like, work you know like mouth it or whatever and then it's like dude i get it we all get work caught but if you're just like she's your girlfriend you're like chatting yeah (laughs) keep in mind this is our first impression of each other she gets off the call and apologizes as if it was a work emergency and i hadn't just been listening to her conversation between the phone and the cigarettes i'm already feeling a little uh the wheels coming loose but she seemed so sweet and looked great well dressed bright eyes big smile she even smelled great not like a smoker <laughs> so okay. the night went on we get into my car head to dinner and i start with the normal early first date conversation topics but shortly she starts started zoning out and casually just pushing and turning knobs every button she can reach ac heat stereo seat warmer defroster everything are you okay (laughs) i ask i ask why she says she wants to hear music the radio is already on but i show her the tuner button anyway are are you an alien? Right. Like, do you not know <laughs> you how a radio works? <laughs> defrost, defrost, defrost. <laughs> yeah. It's not changing. Yeah, you're, you're like AC heat. <laughs> Why? Uh, also, if you're on a first date with somebody, wouldn't you want to like converse with them and not like you'd think uh, you're like mm, I want to hear the new Cardi B. So yeah, yeah. yeah. If you could just, shh, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this music <laughs> here on this car stereo. Or- it was 2008, so it was probably like. LMFAO or something. Right, right. (laughs) Black Eyed Peas. Yes. We're five minutes into the car ride and I'm thinking that this first date might be an only date. Mm -hmm. So taking her to my favorite date place might not be a good idea. Maybe somewhere closer to her house. They know me there. We can't go there. (laughs) She finds the top 40 teen pop station and starts raving about the music saying Mm -hmm. she's a musician and loves to perform. She asks if I want to hear her sing. Oh no. 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 Just like no Nobody in my interview wanted no, no, to no, hear no, me no. sing. No, 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 no. Nobody. Oh, my God. I'm going <laughs> to crawl out of my fucking skin. <laughs> do you want to hear me sing? And all I could do at this point was say, sure. <laughs> she starts literally whispering along with the song for about half a verse and a chorus. And then looks at me and asks what I think. Oh no. I had assumed she was joking. So I said, ha, that was great. And the smile immediately disappears from her face. Oh no. She looks like I just slapped her, which was ironic because she then punched me hard in the arm and called me an asshole. Then cranks up the volume, starts scream singing along oh, while no. giving me the evil eye and calling me asshole again in between lyrics. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to need to get out. You just punched me in the arm. Man. Can you imagine? I, literally, the the image of her whisper singing along. <laughs> it's so funny. Have you guys seen any of the TikToks from that girl that sang the anthem oh, at CPAC? Yes. Oh, oh my God. The guy who's trying to play along with her, I will send that to you if you I'm have not, not seen it. it no. is hysterical. <laughs> the 
key changes. Uh, I was like, ma'am, pick a key. Pick any key. key Just one. And try to stay in it. She is all over the place. It is embarrassing. It, it, Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm making a logical guess. She must be on something. She didn't smell like booze, but maybe it's pills. No idea. All I know is that this woman that I've known for less than a half hour has violent tendencies, is not thinking clearly, and is still in my fucking car. God, I wish that he had put what song it was. Me I just know. really do need to know. Because I <laughs> just guess. whisper singing to glamorous, glamorous. Oh, God. Yes. G- M-A-M. <laughs> and then screaming it. O-R-O-U-S. Asshole. <laughs> right about when I find a place to make an illegal U-turn, she leaned over and starts licking the side of my face from neck to my ear oh while my rubbing my crotch with her hand what? and whispering something incoherently. Now Ooh. I am fucking terrified. That is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> okay, you can also tell it's totally pre-COVID because you're yeah. licking from neck to like temple. Oh. Like, oh. I got chills. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. horrible. Oh. oh. Now I'm fucking terrified, gripping the wheel, 1,000 yards stare on my face, straight ahead, speeding back to her house while she tongue fucks on my ear and licks my cheek. Oh. She- uh, can we oh. pause real quick and just... Talk about tongue, tongue fucking someone's ear. Oh, like, oh I there are a few. If you, things do you that want me I to puke on you? Imagine that are grosser. Yeah. Like an ear is so gross. Yeah, oh. it's so gross. Oh, do you want me to vomit on you? Because that is the way to it. Yeah. Mm. She eventually <laughs> loses interest and gazes out the window, humming to herself. We pull up in front of her parents' house, and she doesn't seem to notice. Just gazes out the window. Then all of a sudden snaps to and says, wait, are we home? I said something like, yeah, tonight just wasn't going to work out. Sorry. She got out of the car with a sort of confused, happy look on her face and just went inside. I went home, had several strong drinks and went to bed. I woke up the next morning and there were like a hundred missed calls on my cell phone from a number I didn't know. No. I got to my car I uh, got my car to go to work and that was when I found her cell phone on the floor of my car. It also had dozens of missed calls uh, but on her phone they came in as mom. When I got to work I messaged her on OkCupid. I found her phone. We'll get it back to you ASAP. Then I deleted her num- my number from her contacts list. Put oh, it in an smart. envelope. Oh, no return address and overnighted it to her house. Mm-hmm. Never That's heard from right. her again. Genius. He opened that that Motorola razor and he yeah, just scrolled like, through. <laughs> found OkCupid guy and was like delete. <laughs> right? Oh gosh. Oh. Whoa. What I... a wild ride. Literally. When they didn't said... even go anywhere. They literally just got in the car i something broke open in me when you said that she leaned across and licked uh, his neck like uh, uh, uh. could you oh god what a nightmare oh gross. my goodness gross okie dokie so sorry to 
take the mood right down. Just right down immediately. So sorry. Uh, my tainted love story this week is going to be the Entwistle murders. Whoa. Sorry already. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Christina's like, whoa. Uh, buckle up. Um, so trigger warning right off the top for child murder. So I'm just going to go ahead and say if this is something that is going to be rough for you, maybe skip this one. Join us next week. It's all fine. Okay. On January 21st, 2006, the parents of Rachel and Twistle were starting to get concerned. No one had seen their daughter, who was 27, her husband, Neil, or nine-month-old granddaughter, Lily, in a couple of days. So calls to the Ant Whistle home are going unanswered, and this is really unusual. Rachel had just moved back to the United States from the UK a couple of months earlier. She'd been living with her parents um, up until like a couple of weeks before this, and they'd been in pretty constant contact. And she was actually planning a big housewarming party because they had just moved into this really big, beautiful home in an upscale neighborhood in, uh, just outside of Boston called Hopkinton. So Rachel's mother went over to the house and knocked on the door, and there wasn't a response. So she tried to peek through the windows, but she didn't see anything, so she called the local authorities to come check it out. When they arrive, they enter the home, they do a quick walkthrough, um, but they don't see anything out of the ordinary. They see that there's nobody home, uh, which is unusual because the cars are there. So they decide to search the neighborhood for a sign, any sign of like where the family could be. The next morning, Rachel's friends and family were frantic. They can't find her anywhere, and they're convinced that something is really, really wrong. So Rachel's stepfather, Joe Matarazzo, called an old friend who was a former Boston police officer to help him. And so he called the local police and convinced them to give the house another look. Right. He was just like, go and just like check it out a second time. This time, and it's... I suppose it could happen. It's only 24 hours later, so it's surprising to me that this is something they didn't pick up on the first time they were there. But an overwhelming smell is emanating now throughout the house. Mm -mm. So they follow the smell up into the master bedroom. And at first glance, it just looked like a normal master bedroom. Like It looked like a normal master bedroom with an unmade bed. But they go over to the bed, they pull the comforter back, and they find the bodies of 27-year-old Rachel Entwistle and nine-month-old Lillian shot at point-blank range. Jesus. I always wondered why they didn't find that the first search. Not to be like super shady, because like I don't know the science behind body decomp. Maybe that extra 24 hours really... But even even still, not just from the smell, but if they're checking out the mm-hmm. home because you got an unmade, well, well yeah. they're gonna look. But if if they didn't lift the thing, they they just said it looked like just a regular unmade bed. And, and it, if and then I've that seen first, the pictures and it yeah, did, yeah, it did. But yeah, it does make me wonder. I'm like, did they even go into the house the first time, or right. did they just kind of do yeah. like a perimeter check? And they said they went in, like you know, right. I don't know. Um, so the first shot again, trigger warning. So the first shot went through Lily and into her mother, and then Rachel was shot in the head as well. Mm. So at this point, police are like, we need to find Neil Entwistle, because they don't know what happened. Like They were like, this could have been a home invasion. Maybe they took Neil. Maybe he's dead in the back of a car somewhere. Maybe he's somewhere else in the house. We need to find Neil because he did it, is what. (laughs) Is what. It's... (laughs) But, you know, no. they have to examine all possibilities, okay? Mm-hmm. It could be. 
Uh, so they search for three days before a detective is finally able to reach Neil by phone. He is at his parents' home in the north of England. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not suspect. So the Seems detective fine. is like, he doesn't know the timeline, though. He's like, maybe he's been in England for a while. I mean, he's spoken to the parents, but he's like, maybe he left for England before, like, the murders. So he is working himself up to tell this man that his daughter and wife had been brutally murdered. But Neil made it clear from the beginning of the conversation that he knew all about it already. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And you can hear tapes of the phone call, and it is eerie because he seems very calm like there's a couple of times when it sounds like it sounds like he's his he's got some emotion but it sounds like bad acting right it it really sounds like he's putting something on like he's like oh i'm supposed to do a thing here Mm -hmm. and you can kind of hear that but for the remainder of the conversation it really sounds like somebody who's just they could be chatting about anything Mm -hmm. you know like telling you about anything um So he says, Neil says that he went upstairs, pulled the covers back, found his wife and daughter shot to death. Then he covered them back up, went downstairs. He was so distraught that he was going to take his own life with a kitchen knife, but he couldn't muster up the courage. He says that he was worried about how, about the pain, about how painful it would be. So instead, he's like, I know my father-in-law, Joe Matarazzo, has a gun. So I'm going to go over to Joe's and get the gun and and commit suicide that way. So he says he goes over to his in-laws, um, but he finds the home locked. So not knowing what else to do, he decides to go home to his mommy yep. in England. Deuces. <laughs> he's like, you I guess know I'll what? just leave. At this point, I should probably just go to a different country. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I don't know what else to do. I mean, what yeah. what option am I left with? Yeah, I shouldn't call the police, though. Mm-hmm. When asked if it ever occurred to him to call 911, he says no. <laughs> and it did not, uh, nor did it occur to him to call Rachel's parents. Oh, yeah, no, no. Even though he just went to go to their, to house. their house. It just occurs to him to go to their house mm-hmm. and he's to get their the gun. gun. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. cool, 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 Yeah, cool, cool, so he's not going to cool, tell cool. anybody. He's just going to leave town. So he stayed on the phone with the detective for two hours, just chit-chatting, talking away, you know. And during that time, he revealed details about the murders that he would likely have not known if he, you know, even if he had seen the bodies. They were like details that were like, unless you really like got in there and were taking close looks. So uh, police check security camera footage from the night of Friday, January 20th, and they find footage of Neil... Um, He'd rented a car and he'd gone to the airport and they have ATM camera footage of like several different ATMs Hmm. because he's going from ATM to ATM. Very calm. Like the Mm -hmm. it's I I can't stress how weird it is. It's like dead eyes, you know, going from ATM to ATM attempting to pull cash out. He's having difficulty getting cash out. So he's going from ATM to ATM. Um, he doesn't really seem like he's in distress at all. Once he pulls out enough cash, he buys a one-way ticket to Heathrow Airport. He has no luggage. Hmm. Um, his plane is set to take off the following morning, so he spends the night in the car in the parking lot at the airport. So police- well, he doesn't want to go sleep with his oh, yeah, dead family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. wait it out, you know? <sighs> So police issue a warrant for Neil's arrest and authorities in London apprehend him at the metro, at a metro station there. Okay. So 
Let's rewind. I had a really hard time figuring out how I wanted to piece the story together. Sometimes it's you can go chronologically and sometimes you got to jump around a little bit. Yeah. So let's rewind. Neil Entwistle was born in September of 1978 to hey, parents. Same age. Hey. To parents Cliff and Yvonne. Um, his home was very working class north of England. Uh, his father worked as a coal miner. His mother worked as a cook at a school cafeteria. And they really scrimped and saved in order to send their oldest son, Neil, to the University of York, where he received a master's degree in electronic engineering. Wow. Yeah. And it's while at the university that he meets Rachel Souza um, through the rowing team. She was an accomplished act. Um, she was an accomplished athlete, and she was this 19-year-old American student studying abroad on a 12-month scholarship. So she was there for a year, uh, ended up staying longer, but they met, they kind of hit it off. He was super smitten with her immediately because she was this, she was described as this bubbly American, kind of loud, mm-hmm. as we often are, mm-hmm. uh, and full of energy. And he was this kind of reserved, quiet guy. So he was very, very attracted to her immediately. And by all accounts, they were a really good match. And after a couple of years of dating, they decided to get married. Neil Ent Whistle wrote on FriendsUnited.com in 2003. Do you remember when there were just random, like, blog websites that you yes old internet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he wrote um getting married to the most amazing woman in the world this summer rachel she's from the good old u.s (laughs) (laughs) so the couple traveled to the united states to get married in rachel's home state of massachusetts in august of 2003 and the wedding was this beautiful classic new england style wedding it was big uh there was all the bells and whistles both families attended so his family came over from england to attend the wedding but after they got married they relocated to worcestershire uh in the west midlands region of england so they went back to england neil got a job in it and he said to rachel that he was doing intelligence work for the british government and oh no And Rachel began working at St. Augustine's Catholic High School, where she was a really popular teacher. The students um, affectionately called her Enti. So they liked her. Dude, I have to say, if I I was single um, again, I kind of of feel bad for people that do actually work for like the MI6 Mm -hmm. or CIA, because anytime I hear it, I'm like, Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you work for MI6. Okay. But somebody's got to. Like somebody they, does. They have it to exists. have. They have to have like IT people. They do. Yeah, but those people all all uh, are actually have really boring jobs, right? <laughs> those people are like, oh, I'm a cafeteria lady. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't she, visit me at work. She's the one working <laughs> for MI6. Right. So things seem to be going really, really well for them. Um, Neil seems to be this super doting husband. Their social media paints the picture of a very happy couple. And their daughter, Lillian, who they call Lily, was born a couple years later on April 9th, 2005. Day before my birthday. I know. I, re- I wrote this that. This is a lot about like, me. The day before Castle. Can I make this whole story about me? Please do not. <laughs> <laughs> you should not. Yeah. So after the birth of their daughter, Neil becomes disenchanted with his IT job. So he seemed to be pretty insecure. And he basically said that his working class background was keeping him from getting ahead in England. He felt like his accent, because he had a very northern accent, um, was holding him back from 
you know, success. So yeah, bring that bring that English accent over to the yeah, US. Yeah, we don't care yeah. where it's from. We're like, ooh, you smart. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like hot immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they made the decision to move to the United States. They were like, let's take our daughter to the U.S. and we'll have like a, a brand new fresh start. So they moved in with Rachel's parents while Neil was looking for a job. And Rachel's family loved Neil. Rachel's stepfather, Joe Matarazzo, went um, on, he would go on like weekly father-in-law son outings <laughs> uh, with Neil to the local gun club, which I wrote... <laughs> Mary, I was like America though it's like right. someone comes over from <laughs> from England and we're like let's teach you how to shoot some weapons <laughs> like immediately wow so he learned how to use and practiced on Joe's 22 caliber pistol so during this time Rachel is posting family photos online you can see all of them they're sharing with their family overseas Neil appears to be the ideal image of a husband and father. There are dozens of pictures of him just doting on baby Lily and nothing appeared to be off or out of the ordinary. Um, Neil assured his wife that, you know, though they were living with his in-laws, that they were actually doing fine financially. His top secret intelligence job was continuing to pay him $10,000 a month. No. No, it's not. And look, if you're gonna lie... Yeah. Ten thousand a month is what you're gonna go with. Yeah, that I feel like. Also, too, I thought you were having problems moving up. It sounds like you're doing pretty well. Why so would you leave? I'm like, super confused about everything. Also, why are they continuing to pay you if you're not working there anymore? Seems a thousand odd. questions. <laughs> Seems odd. Um, but you know, even if there were questions, first of all, I do feel like we believe what we want to believe mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, he kind of backed it up by buying gifts for his in-laws. Um, he never hesitated. If they all went out as a family, he always picked up the check when they went out out together. With what money? Oh, and it's also like, it's such a US thing. Well, maybe it's a, like an everywhere thing where like nobody feels comfortable talking about money. Mm-hmm. Like oh, ever, totally, yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. And I wish... I feel like that contributes to a lot of societal problems. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah. like makes it harder to, you know, equal pay for yes. equal work. Oh, yeah. That sort of thing. If if you make it so that it's uncomfortable to talk about money, but everybody's always uncomfortable to talk about mm-hmm. it. So yeah. talk about it with your coworkers. I don't give a fuck what the business says. Oh, I know. They I have I've gotten in trouble before having conversations. Mm-hmm. They tell you you're not allowed to, but it's it's why? Because they, they don't want you to be treated fairly. That's correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no one really suspected anything because of this. Like, it was like, he's buying us expensive gifts. He's taking care of his family. He's paying for those things. And he's always picking up the tab when we go out. So everyone thought that everything was fine. And, of course, it was not fine. <laughs> there was no top secret IT job in the UK. What? I know. Wait, what? I know. and neil of course was not receiving any money Mm. he had about eight credit cards that were all maxed out leaving him in thirty thousand dollar credit uh credit card debt but don't worry guys i I was actually you guys it's more me too three that's fine that's only three months worth of work yeah it's fine (laughs) what's the big deal yeah but so he was he was putting down credit cards when he was Uh taking the family out to eat essentially yeah I don't remember you having that credit card. Mm. Eight credit cards. The anxiety. Damn. The anxiety I, I Dude, feel. I want to. Yeah. Oof. Wow. 
Um, I have one and I'm like, that's enough. You know, (laughs) unable to find a job in the US, Neil began making money online selling penis enlargement kits and (laughs) what? Pause. That took a turn. Sorry. <laughs> what? I'm all like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why? And, Wait, and what? It, it gets so much worse because this is such like a mid 2000s, early 2000s story in that and like. Honestly, with the little bit that I got from the story, that specific fact alone must have like ripped at his psyche because he does seem like the person where image is very important. Mm-hmm. That's why he had the top secret MI6 mm-hmm. job Jesus. that paid him $10,000 a month to not work insecure. there. Mm-hmm. It's very insecure. And that the whole like image conscious, like, Oh, I got this. Here's gifts. Here's yeah. money. I've got the check. So mm-hmm. that specific job must have just like, well, and it's even worse because he was selling penis enlargement kits, but he was engaging in like he was selling them on eBay and also engaging in like really shady eBay schemes that left him under investigation for fraudulent transactions with eBay. Like Jesus, because the dude, face. people would write back, which is also kind of funny. Like I feel like there should be a beach too sandy, water too wet <laughs> episode about like people leaving negative reviews for the penis enlargement <laughs> like thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like doesn't work, shady seller. You know. <laughs> one star (laughs) (laughs) oh Um, my god but despite all of this he refused to admit to his family that he was struggling financially and he even went so far as to find that large home for them to rent in Hopkinton so let me say this as well there is something so wrong with this man's psyche because if you look at this house this is one of those houses that if we were watching a Tainted Love movie, we would be like, how are they affording that? Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a um, Kevin McAllister Home Alone oh, house. Oh, Jesus. Like, kind of. Like, it's yeah. a very big house. What do you do for, for a living? For three people. Like, a baby and two people. Like, if you were going to rent a house, there's clearly some deep insecurity where he felt like, not only do I need to rent a house, I need to rent a house in the nicest neighborhood. The, the biggest. biggest house. Yep. Um, because why? Like, how why not just rent you a get, small three bedroom? Like, you have. How do you get approved? For I don't this? know. That's what I thought. Because here's my question: It's not like they didn't have credit checks back in two thousands. Yeah, that's I what I thought. Think that all the time. I thought that when I was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, wait, like, am I doing this wrong? Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like looking around at my apartment, looking at Eric. I'm like, are we doing <laughs> this wrong? Because as far as I can tell, like, what do these people do? And he's like, oh, just get divorced. And I was like, I did divorce wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wow. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you got to marry one of the athletes. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Um, Neil also had a secret addiction to online porn sites and even joined adultfriendfinder.com oh. where he uploaded a picture of himself fully nude, reclining on a lawn chair in his in-law's backyard with a full erection. So there is like a Paint me like one of your French girls, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> it is in his in-law's backyard. Uh, the audacity. The aud- he got naked, set lawn up a chair. camera. His ass, his naked ass was on that uh-huh. lawn chair. I hope he put down a towel. I no, do. he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. In my head, it's probably not this kind of lawn chair, but it remi- I, I can only think of the ones that are like the weaved basket oh. weave lawn chair. Oh. That's going to leave the imprint. Leave marks yeah. in your ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. 
Oh gosh, but like I, also even on Adult Friend Finder, I'm like have some class, like just a full erection. Fire. He's like, look, these pumps work, bitch. <laughs> just because they didn't work for you, <laughs> dude. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't, dude. I, I've, I've said it before on the podcast. I'm a fan of dick pics. Once I've gotten to know you, but right out the gate, your penis is not. No. Well, and anything. you know, look, I've never been on Adult Friend Finder, but I can imagine that no. the <laughs> just joined. <laughs> it was for research purposes. That's right, it's research. You don't know me. And that lawn chair is not in my in-laws' house. Do not worry about it. But I can imagine like they're probably like, you know, a picture that you have to then click on to see the whole thing. Right. So he probably did like a close up of the face and then imagine just like, like surprise like, oh dick yeah Ugh, great gross um but he captioned this photo uh-huh of course he did i am looking for a one-on-one discreet relationships with american ladies <laughs> discreet just discreet. says i'm married yeah yes, if you absolutely. ever see the word discreet oh, yeah. in anything mm-hmm. it means I'm married. You and, nailed and, it. And it's you not an it. open marriage. Like No. Right. No, she doesn't know. No. Yeah, she does not know. Um, and he also talked on this site endlessly about how, uh, how unhappy he was with his sex life. So when asked if Neil... So fast forwarding to post deaths. Um, when asked if Neil would return to the States to attend the funeral of his wife and baby daughter. No. No. He declined to come back. For the funeral. I mean, he's already seen him dead. It's fine. He's like, he's eh. like I've already seen it. Yeah. What else do I need to do? It's cool. Rachel and Lily were buried with the last name Sousa on their gravestones. Good. And Lillian's birth and death certificates were edited to read Father Unknown. Those grandparents were not fucking nope. around. They were like, fuck this piece of shit. He Absolutely. doesn't get good. She doesn't get his last name. Yep. Edit the birth certificates. We don't want him on. He doesn't deserve to be part of this baby's life at, at all. Mm-hmm. No, fuck mm-hmm. that. Hopefully they didn't, he didn't get any, uh, life su- or uh, life insurance. I didn't that. see anything yeah. about, which is one of the interesting things about people like this, because it, it didn't really seem to be like financially motivated. Like it was just mm-hmm. shame motivated. It, it seems like, you yeah, know? yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 I think it, it, this is the reason why family annihilator stories are like, they're not all the same because mm-hmm. some are very financially motivated mm-hmm. and those for whatever reason, I'm like, you can kind of make sense of these are the ones where I'm just like, what was your end game? What was your end game? These are people that literally have never played the game Consequences <laughs> in their life. <laughs> Ever. Not for real. No. You know what I mean? Well, and I was going to say this later, but like some prosecutors speculated that like he had intended for it to be a murder suicide and then just chickened just out. Just chickened out, which I could see given that like mm-hmm. it does not seem like he planned that. Like, didn't think no, it no, through didn't. at all. Like, mm-hmm. not having any luggage, not having any... He didn't have a ticket. He didn't have money for a ticket. Like, it feels like he... Maybe that was the plan. And then last minute was like, actually, I want to live. Never mind. So, a judge initially requested... Um, or Neil initially requested to a judge that he not be forced to return to the United States, but later agreed to be um, extradited, which I'm like, what... 
can you just make that request? You're like, I, I would really I understand. And I didn't like it over there. I'd rather so, not. No. Can I just stay here? Thanks, but no thanks. I would think that I, I've heard that England or other countries in Europe have a problem like extraditing criminals back if there's a uh, death, death penalty. penalty. Death penalty. Yeah, like yeah. France won't. Mm-hmm. I know for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm all like. <laughs> yeah, and this is Massachusetts, so I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, as far as them having the death penalty. Having the death penalty, yeah. yeah. So he was returned to the U.S. on the 15th of February and was ordered to be held without bail at Middlesex County Jail in Cambridge. On the 28th of March, he was indicted on two counts of murder, the illegal possession of a firearm and the illegal possession of ammunition. He pled not guilty. In December of 2006, nearly a year after the murders, um, Officers at the Middlesex County Jail found letters from Neil to his parents and his legal team, which indicated that he was depressed and might be contemplating suicide. So as a result, he was transferred to Bridgewater State Hospital for mental evaluation before being returned to Middlesex County. So all of these things just continued to delay, delay, delay the trial. So he was interviewed by multiple criminal psychologists and the trial was stalled uh, until his mental health could be deemed fit to proceed. So another year and a half later, so the murders happened in 2005. We are now in June of 2008. Oh, And this is when jury selection is finally able to begin. Um, DNA evidence, I mean, and I don't want to get into the weeds about it. Like there's a lot of speculation about whether or not he was playing things up, trying to delay things as much as possible, mm-hmm. or, you know, whether he had real psychological issues that needed to be taken care sure. of. Like, there's a lot of people who, are, yeah. who who will say both things. So, um, so DNA. DNA evidence had been found on the handle of the 22 caliber gun owned by Neil's father-in-law and DNA matching Rachel was found on the muzzle of the same gun. Despite Neil initially saying that he had sought out the weapon on the night of the murders to kill himself, but couldn't because the door of the in-laws was locked. Like that's what he said. Um, police found keys to the Matarazzo home in the car that was at the airport. So he had keys. So right. it's not like he couldn't get into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, a search of Neil's, which also, can we talk about how fucking sad this is for his father-in-law? Mm-hmm. Like, how much guilt would you carry being like, I taught I this taught person how to, how to shoot? shoot. Yeah. But how could you, how could you, you have known? You couldn't. No. They couldn't have known. He's, no. Just, and he was very good at hiding. Yes. He was yeah. Such, like, such a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A search of Neil's computer revealed that days before the murders, he had looked at a website that described how to kill people and searched for escort services. So that's what he was doing in the days leading up to the deaths. The prosecution believe that he killed Rachel and their daughter to keep her from finding out about his double life with all of his credit cards maxed out. He wasn't going to be able to continue to pay for their lifestyle for much longer. I mean, everything was catching up to him. And then, like I said earlier, some of the prosecution team believed that he had intended for it to be a murder suicide and then backed out last minute. The fence, The defense did not put Neil on the stand and did not call any witnesses. You can watch. This is it's some of the weirdest shit. Like you can watch him in the court. He shows no emotion at all, Mm. except for once when I think they show pictures maybe of his wife and daughter afterwards. 
And it's the only time he shows any emotion, but it is the weirdest thing to see. Christina, I don't know if you've seen it. It kind of went all over the internet because it was so strange because he's crying, but it looks like he's laughing. Right. Like it's the weirdest. Ooh, it's scary. It's very weird. And what it, what it struck me was like, you know, science debates whether or not this is an actual thing, but you have mirror neurons, right? It's why mm-hmm. whenever you see bad acting, you know it's bad acting. Like, mm-hmm. And when you see someone who's really upset, it's why it makes you upset. It's because right. there's these like neurons in your brain that are reacting to seeing genuine emotion. You you feel not like you feel nothing except for that. Like, this is really weird when you, when you watch him do this. And like, I was just like, he would have been better off just not just looking down, just not right. Not trying to fake it because it makes him look way more guilty. It's it's so bizarre. Wow. So, um, the defense presented a different theory that it had been Rachel who killed their daughter and then took her own life. And when Neil came home and found them, he was distraught and did not want Rachel to have the stigma of suicide. So he took the gun, covered the bodies, and returned the gun to his father-in-law's home before leaving England. So that's why he went to his his in-laws. But he was just like, I took the gun from Rachel, covered up the bodies, and went and put the gun back. I cannot stand it's it's like that whole Chris Watts thing when they oh, try to place God. the blame mm-hmm. on the their lovely spouse, you know what I mean, who had nothing to do with it and it's I think it's just as or not just as, but it's it's another despicable yeah. act that they're perpetrating against. That's right. Ugh, just Horrible. makes me Horrible. Flames. Flames. Not the sediment. Yeah, no, it's awful. And I can't imagine being her parents and having to listen to that. Like, that seems terrible. So the jury deliberated for two days. um, And while they were deliberating, you know, they had to take the defense into account. So one of the jury members was of similar build to Rachel. And they tried having her use a twenty-two. And see like what it would be like if she was was doing it, mm-hmm. and they determined that that wouldn't have made sense that the gun was shot from further away than mm. she would have been able to have done it. Got it. So they returned with a verdict of guilty on all charges. Good. Mm-hmm. And he was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. And the judge did something unusual in that, like she was like, you know, every now and again judges are like mm-hmm. you know what i'm gonna rip you up and yeah. and she kind of did and she was also like i want to make it very clear that um life means life in this case like you're like there's not going to be any allowances mm-hmm. for you to get out under any circumstances yep um neil's parents maintain his innocence and claim that it was rachel who murdered their granddaughter mm-hmm. okay. to this day yes uh Neil was first incarcerated um, at the, I thought this was interesting, the Sousa Baranowski Correction Center, which wow. I was like, oh, how many Sousas can be in this area? Mm. But uh, And in August of 2008, he says that he was tricked into shaving his head in an attempt to secure protection with a white supremacist prison gang. Oh my God, uh, this but, motherfucker right here. <laughs> but instead of giving him protection, the gang reportedly said, quote, 
it's a nice gesture on your part, but we're going to kill you. (laughs) 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 They're like, it's kind of you. Even the Nazis hate you. Exactly. I was just going to say. It's a baby. Yeah. It's a baby. Yeah. You know? Um, So at this point, though, because his life was threatened, he was put into protective custody. And as a result, he was transferred to Old Colony Correctional Center, which is a medium security prison in Bridgewater. Uh, and, you know, they, they were like, look, he was getting a lot of very credible death threats every day. We had to do something for his protection. But unfortunately, that means that I, I believe that is still where he is in a medium protection facility which is a lot different than a maximum. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, so that is the story of the Entwistle murders. Woof. Well, Ooh. that was fun. Oh. I'm going to go take a nap now. Yeah, I know. Good it's emotionally Jesus. exhausting. God. No, you're you're right. He has, he has a very... Um, his face and the way he moves his face is weird. Mm-hmm. It's very... Is very weird. He I looks feel like, like someone... I watched something on YouTube about it. I can't yes. remember a specific like show. It's I. I don't think it was like a Dateline or something. I feel like it was some kind of YouTube thing. I watched. I think I watched that same thing, and I was trying to find that same thing this time while I was doing my notes. I don't think it's on YouTube anymore, mm. but instead I watched a 2020. Oh, okay. So there is a 2020 on YouTube if you want. It's not as good, but if you want to watch that, you can. Yeah, his face, the way that I can describe it is Yeah, that, look him up, right? Cassie. Yeah. I know. This poor, I know. They're oh, so cute. Up. But um, his face, the only way that I can describe it is that like, he looks like someone trying to imitate human emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he looks like somebody who's seen Um, You guys, he's not a, a robot. Where is he? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, there's just something not I quite. I am not a robot. This is totally my happy with my family face. I yeah. work for the MI6. <laughs> Not quite engaged. <laughs> no. That's very strange about about old Neil. Ugh. Well, what are we watching this week? Ooh, um, well, we talked a little bit that I started Buried by the Bernards, which is a <laughs> very fun family <laughs> show. That is the opposite of what we just talked about. Exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. It's really heartwarming. I it really is. enjoy that show. It, it makes me so happy. It makes me homesick for that side of my family because they're, gosh, there's so much shared, like, common <laughs> um reality yeah. cultural reality I feel like because I'm like that woman reminds me of my grandma so much you know? <laughs> I'm like she's so much like my grandma uh, but I also started Flack mm. on Amazon oh. yeah 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 with yeah. Anna Paquin with Anna Paquin I cannot decide how I feel about it because mm. it is entertaining like yeah. it's super entertaining however kind of leaves me a little icky feeling because you have that anti-hero kind of thing going on and although Anna Paquin is great and you you still end up rooting for her I kind of relate it to Nurse Jackie Mm. except for that one Nurse Jackie had good people around her consistently Mm. trying to like get her to be better yeah which I don't feel like this character has and Two, Nurse Jackie was an ER nurse who was like really good at her job. So she was like doing good. And right. 
this person is no redeemable quality, like huh? a professional liar. But it's it's it speaks to Anna Paquin and maybe the writing that like you do root for her, right? But she's an anti hero. A lot of the and a lot of the surrounding cast is as well like are also kind of terrible. So it's it's I'm gonna keep watching it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, gosh, what have I watched? I had to watch Food Inc. for my cultural anthropology class. So that happened. Oh, yeah. That one's That's a rough, rough one. Yeah. I've seen it. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Yeah. Hate it. Hated it. Yeah. And um, what else have I seen? Uh, watched Antiques Roadshow. Oh, oh nice. A nice round of that. Cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cup that was a cup of tea and a blanket. Yeah. They're oh. doing a bunch of like, well, because obviously they can't actually have the road show right now. No. So they're doing like past episodes and like updating you on like whether that that money went up or that money went down. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I like I, that. I do too. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, I did want to say real quickly. We can talk about it later because I don't think we have time. But uh, I did watch the first episode of. Alan versus Pharaoh. Oh, I did too. I watched both episodes and ho, 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 ho. That's what I watched. Yeah, I have not started that. There's also a thing on Netflix called uh, Murder by the Mormons or something. I saved that to my list. Yeah, it's on my list too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looks very interesting. All right, guys. Well, is it time for you to leave? I got some shit to watch. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Murder and Mormons? Yes, please. Um, No, I've been on the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then we've also been um, watching a lot of New Girl for like oh, our I silly show. show. And that, I love that show. Yeah, that show is just like it's light. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this week. Nothing really exciting or random. I feel like I usually am the random person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have to watch Alan V. Farrow. That yeah. is, it yeah. is. Yeah, we can if we all watch it, we can talk about it. It's enlightening. It, it and but triggering so as fuck watch out yeah Damn. well if you have tv shows that we should watch or stories to tell or just anything go to our one-stop shop of website it's myworstdatepodcast.com and we love you so much cheers this is a blast box media podcast